Do you believe it's better to work in your own business rather than working for somebody else's business? Can you imagine the freedom and success you might attain if you worked successfully in your own business? How much better could your life be if only you understood what it takes to become an entrepreneur? Well, we're going to tackle some ways to discover how you can become an entrepreneur in this episode coming up next. You're listening to the Berkeley Life Biz Podcast with Vaughn Berkeley. Hello. And welcome to another exciting, mind-altering, contrarian podcast with your host, Vaughn Berkeley. I'm an author, speaker, gangster gardener, president of CM Berkeley Media Group, and co-publisher of Eternity Watch Magazine, a holistic lifestyle magazine for those interested in a plant-based diet and lifestyle. I am also passionate about helping empower people through life skills and contrarian knowledge. In today's episode, entitled, What Does It Take to Be an Entrepreneur? We're going to tackle whether or not you have what it takes to be one. Let's begin by looking at some personality traits of an entrepreneur. One, are you a Santa or an elf? And what do I mean by that? Well, no, I'm not talking about Christmas. What I am talking about, are you the type of person that is a Santa in terms of delegating responsibilities to others to get the job done and looking at the big picture? Or are you an elf personality, a person who sticks to doing their task, making one single toy, uh, the elf that makes the rocking horse or the elf that makes the toy car? Are you that type of personality? If you're the elf, can you become like the Santa personality? Point number two, are you a risk taker or a non-risk taker? Each of us has a propensity for risk. Some of us are risk adverse and we do not like taking risks. And some of us are risk takers. And it shows in the types of activities you participate in, in the types of hobbies you possess, in the way you express yourself, even in terms of how you invest for your retirement savings. Being a risk taker or not will impact your ability to be an entrepreneur. Because if you're not a risk taker, then you're unwilling to do something that is a new venture, that is strange, that is risky. And notice, an entrepreneurial business venture, a startup business is very risky, but it's something that has tremendous rewards. So you've got to ask yourself, are you a risk taker or not? And if so, what can be done about it? The third point is whether or not you have friends who are business type friends or worker bee type friends. And what do I mean by that? Well, who do you associate with? If you spend your time with people just like yourself 
who perhaps do not desire to become entrepreneurs, yet you desire to be an entrepreneur, your friends will determine the level that you rise to. And if you hang around with those types of friends who desire just to live each day as it is and they have no plans to start a business, you're not going to learn how to start a business from them and you're not going to receive much encouragement from them to start your own business because it is not part of their plan. So you've got to have business type friends, which means you've got to go on out to networking events where other business people gather. You've got to listen to them. You've got to speak with them. You've got to be friends with them so that you learn what it is they are doing in order to help you start your own business. Once you become friends with other entrepreneurs, you can ask those new friends for advice and they will share advice with you. This is one of the other factors that will be key in whether or not you become an entrepreneur. The next thing to consider is whether or not you love money or hate money. Now, ancient writings teach the love of money is the root of all evil. But consider this. If you hate money, it will be to your own personal detriment because you will not want to work for it, to earn it, to exchange it for other things. You will place such a low value on money that it will hinder your entrepreneurial success. Now, I'm not saying to love money, but I'm saying you cannot hate money either because money is a tool an exchange medium that is quite useful in this modern day society. What you must learn to love is serving others and getting an exchange of money for your service or product. You've got to foster that within yourself in order to become an entrepreneur. And are you the type of person who is an adventurous person or someone who is afraid. Now consider this. Uh, there was a cartoon years and years ago about a little dog, a little pink dog called Courage. And the title of the cartoon was like a Courage the Cowardly Dog. And this dog got into so many adventures because his owners were clueless and he tagged along with them. But he was a very cowardly dog. He was afraid of everything. But he saw all the dangers that his owners didn't see. They were clueless. About. They were an elderly couple who were completely clueless about the dangers in their life. And because he was a cowardly dog, he would push them away, run away, whatever it took to get away from the danger. Now that's not saying his personality is bad or wrong because he still had adventures. What it's saying is, You've got to use your own personality in a way that contributes to your entrepreneurial success. The human mind is capable of altering the destiny of the individual. Remember that. And if you looked at some of these factors that I mentioned, these traits, if within yourself you know you have the alignment of things that makes it harder for you to be an entrepreneur, 
It doesn't mean you cannot be an entrepreneur. What it means is it takes more effort in your mind. It takes a change in your mind in order to advance your entrepreneurial goal. We'll take a brief break and be right back. With this, you can earn a higher salary, easily win new business, and be respected in your field. It's called authority, and there are two ways to achieve it. One is by working in your industry for years, even decades, hoping to get noticed while trying to stay ahead of the competition. The other takes less time, effort, and stress. A 90-day journey is where your authority starts. To learn more, visit cmberkeleymediagroup.com forward slash write your book in 90 days. Hey, Vaughn here, and I'm excited to tell you about an author we have coming up this month. Her name is Monica Draper, and she's the author of the book Raped Financially. Her story is one that you won't want to miss. So look out for her interview on episode number 28, and that'll be coming up this month, and you will enjoy it. Take care. I'm Richard Louchin, and you're listening to the Berkeley Life Biz Podcast. And welcome back. So before the break, we were talking about Courage, the cowardly dog, who was actually quite adventurous because of his owners. And I wanted to get back to an example. The example I picked is Mark Cuban. He made billions selling his company to Yahoo. But did you know, Cuban failed at a variety of jobs prior to his success in his business venture. He uh, tried carpentry, failed. He tried to be a cook, failed. Tried to be a waiter, failed. He couldn't open the wine bottle as a waiter. He tried to be a powdered milk salesman, failed. And he says... That one of the lessons he learned is he learned that it doesn't matter how many times he fails. He only needed to be right once. And he was an idiot a lot of the times. But each time he learned from his idiotic behavior or mistakes. And that was his quote. Now listen to this. What he's saying there is a fundamental point in entrepreneurship. An entrepreneur has to be willing to fail sometimes. But each failure must be a lesson that can be learned. It's no point failing for failure's sake. You've got to fail if you want to learn a lesson. And that's what he did. Now, he's a billionaire. He passed through his own hardships onto success. And that's what you've got to do. Are you thinking about whether you might just be an entrepreneur yet? You should be. Think of yourself this way. And I like the imagery. Think of yourself as a pawn on a chessboard. You know, back when I was in high school, my chess teacher told me that a pawn is simply a queen in disguise. And I might add, if you help her find the right path, you can facilitate her transformation. So if you think of yourself as a pawn on the chessboard, you are just 
a queen in disguise and you just need to find your path to that transformation and the queen is the most powerful piece on the board that is why the pawn is the queen in disguise because the queen is the most powerful uh, piece on the board that can help win the victory so by now I want you to know that we are all queens in disguise on the chessboard but in order for us to become entrepreneurs we need the right path to the point where the transformation can take place so I will give you a couple questions that can help you if you ponder them in your mind discover the path that will lead to your transformation from pawn to queen question is there a problem that really pisses you off that might also piss other people off and you can come up with a solution or you can solve entrepreneurs are solution finders if you can find a problem and create the solution you can be an entrepreneur when i was a small boy uh, my mother told me one time she got so pissed off at a travel airline or a ticket counter at the treatment she had received the poor customer service that she told them she is going to start a travel agency and she is going to give people better service and guess what she did that she went and she started the travel agency to do a better job at delivering a better quality of service to others and she organized tours and she did things that enable her to enjoy traveling with others around her so you've got to consider this for yourself what around you what experiences in your life seems to piss you off are other people pissed off and could you come up with a solution for that here's another question do you have an abundance of time do you have extra money or do you have both you don't need a phd or university degree to become an entrepreneur some of the best entrepreneurs dropped out of high school or they dropped out of college or they dropped out of university and went on to become millionaires what you need is to be able to use your resources effectively and if you have time use it to earn money in an entrepreneurial environment if you have money put that money to work for you to make more money in an entrepreneurial environment we'll take a brief break and be right back want a highly qualified medical professional best-selling author and magazine publisher as your personal health and wellness coach this exclusive opportunity is only for highly motivated success-driven individuals Jenny Berkeley's been on TV, radio, and met a head of state. She's very selective of her clients. To complete an application for consideration, go to http://www.eatingforeternity.org/working-with-jenny. I am Betty Lenora. I'm Monica Draper. I'm Dagmar Schonrock. I am Dimitri Tsatoumas. and you are listening to the Berkeley Life Biz podcast. And welcome back. So, I want to tell you a story about a guy 
This guy was born in the northern part of Ontario. He started out life pretty tough. He was in an orphanage from the time he was about eight years old till he uh, got out of there. Then in his early 20s, he got offered a job down in California. So he got in his car, drove down to the States, and he went down to California to get a job. When he got there, he was told the job was given to someone else. So he had only a couple hundred dollars in his pocket. What could he do? No job. Didn't want to go back home to Canada. So he checked into a roach motel <laughs> and he started uh, looking through the papers for odd jobs. And he found odd jobs and whatnot. And one day he discovered an ad for a certain type of job. He applied, did what he needed to do to get it. And to make a long story short, today this man is a successful millionaire. The reason I tell you this is because it demonstrates he had an entrepreneurial spirit. It demonstrates he was adventurous. It demonstrated that even in the face of an apparent defeat, he wouldn't give up. He would continue to press on. And he created a successful future for himself. Now today he's a very old man, but he has become a success. He had a persistent attitude. Are you persistent? You must be able to not give up just because it gets tough. You must also recognize that nagging is sometimes a good thing. Consider that you need in your mind to continuously reinforce your belief. And if you believe you can be a success as an entrepreneur, you have to keep telling yourself that every day. You have to reinforce it. And if you have a spouse or a partner or a friend or a buddy or a best friend who is able to also motivate you every day to just ask you the question, so what have you done? How far have you gotten? Just to keep on top of you, to nag a little bit, that helps to be persistent. Other times you've got to put on your blinders because there's people around you that will tell you, you will not be a success. Your idea is a failed idea from the get-go. And sometimes you just have to be able to put on your blinders and move forward while ignoring those people. And you must have that fundamental belief in your dreams. If you believe in your dream so strongly that it cannot be shaken, you are able to move forward in the entrepreneurial mindset. Now, here's another question that can help you. Are you able to calculate your risk versus the reward? All business contains an element of risk. In fact, living contains an element of risk. Just waking up and getting out of bed every morning and stepping out uh, to catch a bus or a train has risk. What you need to do as an entrepreneur is calculate the risk and the reward and to seek the opportunities that provide you with the best rewards and the least risk. Not that risk is totally eliminated, but you have the best reward 
for the least risk. And that's what an entrepreneur does. Another question, am I making a difference in the lives of my clients or customers? This is the ultimate question and one some business people are afraid to ask because it's a tough question to get the response if the response is no. Can you imagine a business person who really is passionate about their do what they're doing and they ask the question, am I really delivering value to my customers? Am I offering a life-changing experience? And the customer says, no, that moment is like heartbreaking. But you've got to ask the question because the answer, if it's a yes, it's good feedback. If it's a no, it's still good feedback as long as you add a second question onto that. Can you please clarify how I could be better, how I can properly serve you as a customer? You've got to do that because you want to do your best for your business and yourself and your customers to create the win-win-win. We'll take a brief break and be right back. Hi, I am Caleb Berkeley. My newest book in the Moshi Monkey book series is launching summer 2015. Parents, get a copy of my book for your kids today. Go online to Amazon dot com and type in moshi m o s h e monkey m o n k e y thanks and enjoy my book you are listening to the berkeley life biz podcast hi welcome back so we're almost at the end of today's session. Uh, let's take a recap of what we've done so far. We've talked about some of the qualities of an entrepreneur. I gave you the example of Mark Cuban. I also told you about some questions that you need to ask yourself. Ponder these questions in your mind and they, in pondering them, the answer helps you determine how much you uh, aligned with the entrepreneurial spirit. And then we talked about uh, some of the ways you need to modify your behavior or your actions in order to progress in the entrepreneurial spirit. So what I want to end this segment with and share with you is that the answer to what does it take to become an entrepreneur and whether or not you are an entrepreneur is simple. It takes a spirit within you that is bold. It takes within you an attitude of persistence and becoming an entrepreneur is a learned experience. It's not something that's in your blood. It's not something that is in your genetics. It's not something that is only available to the select few or the elite of society. It is a learned behavior. It is a learned methodology of serving others. And if you can do this well, you can follow the entrepreneurial path. So do not let anybody tell you 
that you are meant to be a worker bee all your life, you can never be the queen bee. You can never be the boss. You're always meant to be the bottom. You need to find the right path to develop it within yourself if you haven't already. And listening to this podcast is one of the ways to help you develop yourself. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this program. And as always, I would like to encourage you to go to our website, cmberkeleymediagroup.com to find extra resources that are available there for your benefit to help you. And until next time, continue to learn and grow. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Berkeley Life Biz Podcast with Vaughn Berkeley. Join us again for another life-changing podcast or visit us on the web 